The Medrash tells us that when Hashem was going to create Adam or Rishon, he consulted with the Malachim, and they asked Hashem, what is Adam all about? And Hashem said, Chachmasai, his wisdom is greater than yours. And to prove it, to demonstrate it, Hashem brings various different animals in front of the Malachim, asks them to name the animals that they're not able to. He then brings them in front of Adam, and Adam is able to say, this one is a shoir, an ox, this one is a chamoir, a donkey, etc. What is the great chachma of this? The Shalom explains that Adam Arishan was able to perceive the root, the source of each and every creature down here, and based on that, to give it its name. To use the term that he uses, the words that he uses, be it dies, he was able to understand things the way they are down here, and be able to see how they are in the Merkava up above. The Rebbe says the question, things we need to understand are number one, in order to understand the root of every single thing, it doesn't, that doesn't seemingly have to do with a lot of wisdom. Rather, it might more have to do with how refined the person is, how spiritual the person is, the closer he is to spirituality, the deeper kind of those kind of levels he'll be able to reach. Why are we specifically associating it with a level of chachma of wisdom? Number two, how does it make sense that the Malachim weren't able to say what the names of these creatures are? If it's all about knowing what's happening in the Merkava, in the spiritual chariot, the, the Malachim, that's exactly the place of the Malachim. The Merkava is the, are the Malachim. So how is it possible to say that the Malachim don't know how the individual animals down here should be able to be called if they are being called based on the source up above? The Rebbe asks further, Adam Rishon at the time is in Ganeiden. Why is he in Ganeiden? Just like a person in a garden is clearly there to achieve something. When you're working, the garden is to bring about something that's not even there before, to do something more than was there. And that's what Adam Arishan is doing now in Ganeiden as well, achieving new things in Ganeiden. So the question is, number one, what kind of avoid is this? How is this an avoid to call each creature by his name? It seems to be that Adam Arishan is not achieving anything new at all. He's just revealing or notifying us what the name is, but really this is a, this is the source of the thing anyways. And what exactly is being achieved? Says the Rebbe, we have to say that clearly, understanding, based on what we just said, we'll have to say that just understanding what the source of something is, that's still not going to be sufficient to be able to actually call the things down here by those names. And number two, that somehow specifically through the Chachma of Adam Rishon, he is able to manage to do this. How do we understand it? So the Rebbe says, although it's true that every single thing down here in this world has a source up above, nevertheless, there's really no connection, no direct link between the Gashmi, the thing, the way it's down here, all the way up to its source, all the way up to its source. It's completely incomparable to the source. They're totally not in the same realm. It's like insignificant compared to its source. As it says in Chassidus that through Ishtalshalus, through going down, through many degrations, many levels, even many, many levels, you'll never get from something Ruchnius into something Gashmius. It's only with an Hashem's power that this leap could happen from the source in the Ruchniistic level to actually coming down into the physical thing down here. And therefore, the knowledge that the source of a, a specific animal down here is coming from the Pnei Shor, like the Malachim may know, that's still not going to be enough of a reason to call the animal down here by the name Shor. Because the Shor down here, the ox down here, are so removed from its source, there's no connection between the two at all. And that's the Chiddush of Adam Marishan. He's able to draw down, to reveal, to connect 
the source of the way things are up above and be able to see them and express them in the nivra, in the creature down here below. It says the Rebbe, now we can understand why we say this is the avoid in Gan Eden. In other words, as far as the creation on its own is even Gan Eden, there's no open connection between creatures down here and the source up above. And this is the special quality of Adam Arishan, that he's able to achieve this bond, this connection, revealing in the Nivra its source up above in a way that the name now became part of. It becomes one with this creature to the extent that this is the way everyone calls it. Even a little child calls this animal now Shoyer based on the source up above. Now we can understand how Adam in this way is so much greater than the Malachim. Malachim, even if they know the source, but they would never be able to be able to see and connect the way the thing is in this world, being able to connect it with a godly level up above. Only Adam, who Adam says about him that he's Adam Elion, he's Kvayochel in the image of Hashem, he's similar to Hashem, so to speak. He is the one that could combine the Elyonim and the Tachtoinim, the highest and the lowest. And says the Rebbe, now we'll also understand the diuk of why the particular word is used, Chachmosay is Chachma is greater than yours. It says, Ezeu Chacham, who's a Chacham? Aroya Sanoilet simply means the one who could see the outcome of something, the consequence of something. The Alter Rebbe explains, Ezeu Chacham, Aroya Sanoilet is someone that could see in each and every creature how it was Noilet, how it was created, how it's coming from the word of Hashem. That's the real idea of a Chacham. He's able to see within the creature the word of Hashem that's inside of it. Now, how is this all different to something that's famous that we know about Matan Torah as well? Matan Torah, we also speak about this idea that there was a split and a decree between the Elyonim, the upper realm and the lower realm, and Matan Torah nullified and got rid of that split and connected the Elyonim and Tachtoinim. So the Rebbe explains, Adam Marishan is able to connect every one of the creatures with its own source, with its own root. But that's still a level of godliness that's what we call Be'erech still in some way, connected in some way, to the world. Matan Torah, when we have a noichi havaya elikecha, is coming to be mechadish, is coming a whole new level, that even that level of havaya, the name of Hashem, that's completely beyond the world, should come down and become elikecha, to become down, personalized, inside the Yid, integrated within the Yid. In other words, taking the level of elikuz that's completely beyond the world, and that too, uniting with the world. And it's in fact because of this that we find in the Gemara, that once again, Matan Torah, there suddenly the malachim are again, getting involved and saying, what is man all about? Why are you giving him the Torah? How could something so spiritual and great and holy come down into this world? Because again, they're not able to fathom this idea that the level of godliness that's completely beyond the world should come into the world. And only Moshe Rabbeinu is sort of able to get this idea and connect El Yoyinu V'Tachtoinu. Says the Rebbe, these two ideas... Adamarishan's way of connecting the, the nivra, the creature down here with its root. And the next level up, connecting the, uh, the world with even the level of a lakus that's higher than the world, is also in the avoid of each and every yid. Chsidis explains that in Birchis Krishma, we are speaking about the avoid of the malachim, they're all saying Kaddish, 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 etc., etc. Why are we doing that? Because these malachim, the shoir, etc., as we said, these Malachim and the Merkava, they are the source for the behemoth, for the Nefesh Bahamas down here by us. When we want to inspire and arouse our Nefesh Bahamas to love Hashem, we start speaking to it about its source and the Malachim, how they are serving the Abishta with great Ava. Now this is the level that comes in the Koyach of Adamarishan to connect the creature down here with its source up above. But that's still all within the realm of Nivroim of creatures. Because ultimately even a Malach is a Nivra created being. 
The ultimate is to connect the Nefesh Bahamas with the Nefesh Olikis, which is truly a part of Hashem above. And the Koyach for this is given by Matan Torah, where there is completely removed that split between the Elyoyim and the Tachtoyim. In fact, says the Rebbe, we know that the connection now is so strong, that even when our physical body is hungry, the Friedrich Rebbe explains in a letter that it's because the neshama is hungry to the godly spark that's inside the food. To that extent, that the neshama and the guf and the nefesh or the kifs and the nefesh baham has become one. On the other hand, says the Rebbe, the tachlis is not only that the nefesh or the is just completely bottled to likus because of the nefesh or likus, but it needs to really be coming from the nefesh or bahamis on its own. Similar to Dira Betachtoinim, that the world becomes a place for Hashem. It's not just enough that we inspire the world or bring a likus into the world. It has to be coming from the world itself. So how does this happen? Says that Ebed, the truth is we know that the source of the physical things in our world are actually coming from a place that's much higher than the human being. They're coming from the place called Oilom which is higher than Oilom And it's in fact... Because of this, says the Rebbe, that we find that behemoths, beasts, have a certain level of bitl that's much greater than you find by human beings. Pasek, nar, katanoyagbam, you have a little child leading many animals. So in other words, this bitl that's inside of these animals is really coming from where? From the source in Oilom which being such a godly place, a place with such tremendous godly energy, there's a tremendous bitl over there. In fact, the Rebbe says, even the power, the strength that we sometimes find associated with Oilom was really also originating with because of its bitl to the true Yesh, to Hashem Himself. So the world has a certain bitl automatically already because of its source. The Torah is the one that has to come and reveal that the bitl that the animal has is coming. Why? Because of its shayresh, its high shayresh in the world of Toyu. And the Rebbe explains a fascinating thing. The Rebbe said, the Rebbe Maharash, in a Maimah that the Rebbe Maharash said, a hundred years before the Rebbe said the Sicha, explains that Toyu generally is referred to as Behemoth. The world of Tikkun is associated with Adam, man. Now Behemoth, says the Rebbe Maharash, you can divide it into two parts. Ba, Ma. Ma we know is the idea of Bitul. Ma means what is it? Now the word Adam is also begamatri as the numerical value of the word Ma. Ma is bitl, but in the Adam the bitl is not as clear, it's only a gematri. In the word behemoth, it's Ba Ma, the bitl is standing there in a much clearer way. So the fact of the matter is, our world, we look at our world and it's a place of concealment, we don't always see that the bitl that's in the behemoth down here, that it has a certain level of submission, we don't necessarily always realize that it's coming because of its high source in such a holy great place, in the, in the, in the world of Toyu. And therefore, in our world, sometimes these animals or other things could be in opposition to Helikos. But, says the Rebbe, just like Adam or Ishain, by calling the names of things, that itself connected each one of these things with its source, in a similar way, when the Rebbe Maharash and his Maimur Chsidis reveals that the true beetle of the animal is connected with its beetle, in the Tshoyrish up in the world of Toyo, then that achieves that that happens in our world as well. And therefore, in, in summation, in the bottom line is that there's nothing that could really be absolutely in any way in opposition to Elikos. In fact, we reveal how the whole world is always there just to assist the Yid in serving the Ebishter and making the whole world a Dira B'Tachtoinim.